0: To say a word, baby don't say a word. When you walk in, girl just take off your clothes, leave them on the floor, cause, cause we don't need
1: Hello, everybody. I want to go ahead and welcome you to Volume 4 of Hush. Again, we appreciate you tuning in. We're going to go ahead and bring you the shit that you love to hear. We don't want to keep you waiting too long. We know it's been a while. And we actually want to go ahead and open up the episode a little different. But before, let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. Again, my name is Kim.
2: This is Chris.
3: And I'm Kendra.
1: We have our special guest, Manny, back again with us. What we're going to go ahead and do today is talk a little bit about current events. So... I'm referring to the passing of Hugh Hefner, and he was an iconic figure, I feel, in our culture, and he embraced sexuality, was a pioneer of marketing that type of industry. So we want to go ahead and just share our thoughts about that, and we hope that you enjoy the episode. Thank you again for tuning in. So I'm pretty sure we all know what Playboy is, the magazine, the company. You've seen the bunny before, the Playmates. Um, what I wanted to go and focus on was just giving a little bit of background based on Hugh Hefner and the research that I found out about him. So he started off the company with $600 of his own money. And he was actually a psychology major, so when he actually designed the layouts for the articles which he ended up working on from my understanding on an article that I read until April of this year, so he was always managing what went out and what was published, he gave the final approval, but the um, edge that he had from what I was reading about was just the sophistication that went behind the articles itself. I mean based on the psychology degree he gave it a platform for people to actually have articles published about them. Um, He actually had published some articles representing activists like Martin Luther King, even Malcolm X. I actually didn't know that until I was seeing a little bit of the documentary about him. So he gave his magazine a bit of a platform for others to actually speak in terms of liberalism and equal rights. So he was, you know, an activist of his time in some ways and definitely an entrepreneur for sure. Um, I guess what I want to go ahead and discuss, though, is what does Playboy even mean to you?
2: Um, I mean, I guess Playboy is just... It's just one of those entertainment venues that were I guess in a sense kind of pertain to any audience. I don't I know probably during the earlier was more pertain to men, but I think as as the culture developed more and society was able to accept more, I think it just kinda of, um I guess just cross examined basically and just women were able to enjoy it, men were able to enjoy it. Um but I don't see it as anything dirty. I think a lot of the women who pose for playboy i think that it also boosted their self-esteem um i think it is because they became more body positive and more secure in how they felt that they looked on camera and i think that that's what it kind of did for them i think it was kind of a stepping stone just for them to make them feel more body positive about themselves that's pretty much what how i saw playboy i never saw it as as dirty or filthy or or any of the women were, you know, anything but women. I just thought that they were just there to just show off their bodies and and be positive in doing so and just was happy to show it off and and you know and make them feel better about themselves.
3: I think Playboy was like a a more sophisticated sophisticated way to introduce sex because that magazine had articles, you know, that accompanied the pictures and the pictures were considered more, like, classy as far as not showing the vagina or, you know, the poses that they did. He wanted it to be, like, very much entertainment, but also educational and to make people, you know, more comfortable with sex and sexuality.
1: Yeah, and he definitely brought it out during the 1950s, so I know that his first issue was published 1952 in December. Um during that time there was a lot of the taboo about how much you could even say about sex I mean he had only purchased 54,000 copies to be published not knowing that he was gonna sell 50,000 almost instantly starting it off with Marilyn Monroe herself and the uh, red velvet pictures that he was able to buy the rights to um, so going into that kind of stance I guess he faced a lot of criticism from not only religious conservative groups but also from women themselves claiming that women were being objectified during the magazine shoots my personal opinion is these women wanted to be there he didn't force them to want to become models for his magazine or playboy playmates what do you feel about that
3: i think yeah i think it's the girl's choice too i mean honestly i don't feel like anybody who showed up to a shoot would have been like dragged there it seemed like it was more like a, a, a taboo kind of thing and people were interested because you know not too many other people were doing it and especially not the way that you know he, he, he presented the, the magazine
2: um, I think from my perspective I don't think that women were objectified or forced to do so I think a lot of them were, they sought out Hugh and wanted to, you know, be part of that Playboy culture. Um, I doubt that it was anything where he said, you know, do Playboy or else. I think a lot of these women volunteered because I'm pretty sure they saw some of the pictures and I think that most of the models saw a lot of the beauty in the pictures of other models and they wanted to be part of that kind of culture. And or, or maybe, you know, they had some type of personal gain to where maybe it would boost their career or boost their attractiveness as far as, you know, their sexual nature. But I don't think that anything that he forced them to do anything, I don't think he made women to be dirty. I mean, I think he just allowed women to express themselves. And, I mean, they can always say no if they felt, you know, that it wasn't going to benefit them or or, you know Hugh in any way or Playboy as a company I just think that if they were able to say you know yes I would definitely do the shoot or no I won't do the shoot because I feel uncomfortable and I think that he he basically he respected that decision and just let them be but I think a lot of the women just did it on their own will because they wanted to
3: and I think aside from like the magazine empire he lived like a, a pretty wild life I think I read that he, he didn't lose his virginity until he was, like, 22. He's been married, like, three times or something, and then, you know, we all know that he had multiple girlfriends all throughout years, who, however long he was doing that, what, 40, over 40 years. And uh, he, he still even, you know, was strong with people coming out and doing parties and just being, like, the life of everything. And I read that he was, like, open about having, like, an encounter with a male before and, you know, just really embraced, like, everything that was available.
1: I'm going to go ahead and direct this question to my co-host, Kendra. If you had the opportunity and he was still alive, would you have posed for Playboy?
3: I figure if he was like, hey, Kendra, you want to come and pose for Playboy? I'd be, like, super fucking flattered. (laughs) <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, let me take my clothes off <laughs> Because otherwise, I would, you know, he reviews all of those pictures And approves every single girl And if he came up to me and was like, hey, I want you in the magazine I'd be like, cool, you must see something, let's do this
1: <laughs> He definitely had his visions And I don't know, I was telling Chris today too I think that if I <laughs> would have been given the opportunity Which I doubt, but hey, if I did, honestly, I'd probably do it too I guess the way that I see it is like, if you got it, why not flaunt it? If you were actually given a proposition by his team, why not go for it? I think that sexuality is a more open place than it was back when he first started. And I think when he first, well, I know that when he first made the magazine, it was geared toward men. The first page actually said something in regards to that, stating that it should be for men, um, 18 and up, basically. But how I was telling Chris today is I feel like I actually like to look at women's bodies. I think they're beautiful. Even when I look at porn, like, I have to make sure that the girl looks attractive at least to me. Very beautiful. Very pretty. Like, she has to look sexy in order for me to be enticed.
3: I think, too, like, I, I've i read a lot of women who prefer, like, lesbian porn above, like, any other type. It's just something that they're more attracted to. So I, I feel like that's a lot of females, when it comes to you would rather see a naked woman than a naked man.
1: It's weird. I haven't really watched straight lesbian porn, to be honest. Um, I mean, I've seen clips of it. I still feel like I had to see the dick in the picture somewhere, but that's it. I don't have to look at the guy's face, maybe his body, but... Standing off in the corner.
3: Just a dick
1: in the corner. Yeah. You know like when she's doing like the reverse cowgirl and you just see the dick inside of her and
3: It's in the scene.
1: There's a dick. It's fine. No, that's me. The lesbian scene is, 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 is good after that. As long as she sees a dick in it is fine. Look, like I don't mind seeing them eat each other's pussies or suck on each other's titties, play with the pussy kind of thing. I don't mind that. But where's the dick coming at in the scene? I gotta see that just the dick that's it
2: sometimes dick be on vacation (laughs) or sometimes it's just off duty today but you know I mean I I think it's as far as that I mean lesbian porn I mean it's it's interesting I mean but at the same time it's like look I I, it doesn't really turn me on as much as like actually seeing a woman getting fucked um, by a guy I mean but I mean, it's just sometimes there's, there's just sometimes you're just in that mood to where you do see lesbian porn and you're just like shit. This is actually kind of hot.
3: I don't know if you count though, cause you like girls. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I, mean,
1: <laughs> I think it is like for me seeing lesbian porn. Now that we're on to this random topic, <laughs> um, I think it's because women already know their own body. In most cases, if they're open with their own sexuality, they know how they want to be touched, how they want to be sucked. So I can kind of see, you know, the eroticism behind that. Like, don't get me wrong, I don't have any, anything wrong with lesbians, you know? Anything wrong with lesbian porn. But for me personally, as long as I see, like, you know, penetration, it's, that gets me off.
4: You're talking about wanting to see penetration, but what if it's two girls and a dildo? Does that count?
1: Um... I still like the dick. Like I could see a girl play with herself. Like I saw this one porn where she put the dildo and she attached it to the bathtub and was riding it, sucking on it. I thought that was pretty hot, but I'm all about the cum shot. I I wanna see like an actual dick coming. That will get me off.
3: That's super dangerous. You shouldn't <laughs> 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 Bathtubs are dangerous. <laughs> don't try it at home. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> don't try it at home saw in the beginning of the, the video, there was a warning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is <I'm> not <laughs> try <trying> to set home. <laughs> that really is, you know. <laughs> how slippery she's getting, how wet the bathtub is. <laughs> you yeah. might get a concussion right in the hell you out of slip, that. You're dead. <laughs> true,
2: right? She out with like All by of yourself, bubbles? not even fun with someone else. You're just alone. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Clean any bathtub by your damn self. <laughs>
1: Yeah I mean it was pretty hot to see her play with herself like I'll watch girls play with themselves play with each other but like I said for me what really gets me off is I gotta see somebody come I don't even have to see the guy's face like just show me your fucking body I think that's hot.
4: So what if it's two girls on a bed and a guy at the foot of bed jerking off the whole time and he comes?
1: I could see that I could definitely see that I could see me getting off to that.
3: Who would you be watching?
1: Honestly, I'd be watching the girls until he jerks. Then I'll watch him and look at the cum shot and just admire that, really.
2: So do you need that to be all in one shot, or does it, like... You just yeah need like to see him or you just like need to see Like if they them? could
1: pan the camera out from the girls playing with each other's pussy and then go to him when he's coming and just focus on him when he's coming let me see that cum shot and then go back to the girls you know maybe if they like lick up his cum or something afterwards I'm all for that
2: But what if it's the guy <laughs> who's jerking who actually is the one that's filming Oh, fuck. I mean, like, these, I mean, like do, does he has to like look up and then look down, and look up and look <laughs> he, down? He, he just or puts the camera
3: down
1: at the end. Hold yeah. on, <laughs> uh, uh, you
3: just see
2: it just squirting everywhere, and he doesn't even
1: pick
3: up the camera.
1: I think in that case, I'm just gonna go with the third party. <laughs> oh, get you third just party see films.
3: it. You can see the girls, and then you just see cum squirting up in the camera shot.
1: Can <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> somebody clean that for me? I mean, like, okay. here, what happened? Wait. They, what happened? They could do that, and then if one of the girls wants to come and like lick off the camera I'm all for that. You are
3: all about <laughs> the licking off the cum. <laughs> anyway. I fucking love it. She's like, do it on the
2: <laughs> table. Lick it off. Yeah, she doesn't even do a shit. She's like, dude, if there's like a dog in there and it just comes on the dog, like, dog, oh, yeah, I don't yeah, I know care. about
3: all that. I'm not comes out. any type of animal. <laughs> now, now, there's no
2: penetration of the animal, so bestiality is not included oh, <laughs> no, in that. That is s- just a casualty of
3: war. You'll still,
4: you'll still have PETA up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: you're, literally, you will have
4: PETA up your ass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's gross. What kind of are you into <laughs> <laughs> not the
4: one that beat us up the ass <laughs> Whoa, let's not judge those people though yeah mm.
1: that's true you know we're actually talking to about wanting to <laughs> discuss furries <laughs> later on in the future <laughs> is furries are fuzzies furries it's furries, yeah. it's furries yeah. see i don't even know the name do you know a furry i don't know but like i like to reach bear? out if like you're a, a
3: furry, like you a, should let us know. Like, yes, in the gay culture, the
4: really furry, like, kind of you know, chubby men are bears. It's literally it's literally, it's dressed literally dressed where like? it's someone who dresses someone up who likes
3: to be a as, like, a
2: mascot. Oh. And then they actually have sex with other people who are dressed up. So you could be dressed up as a giant squirrel fucking someone who's dressed as a giant rabbit. Or you could
3: just be wearing the ears and, like, a tail. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. like, acting like a cat.
4: Okay, I've never seen that.
1: Oh, yeah, out out we'll have to show you a yeah. video.
4: <laughs> it's like the
2: weirdest thing you'll ever see, but then at the same time, you'll just find so yourself watching though. it. So we
1: need
3: some furries. <laughs> yes, if yes. you are. Yeah, if anybody worry. is
2: a furry, please let us know because we want to know your side. Like. We're just making a bunch of assumptions as far as what we've seen, but we would definitely like to hear from you. Guys. I wanna know
1: all about that.
2: Yeah, for remember real.
1: you could be completely anonymous too. So yeah, it looks like in the future. Especially we if do you want like to dress today. up as
2: a squirrel or or <laughs> bunny. Like <laughs> that's what is. I wanna know. I wanna know what <laughs> like like really if you're a squirrel, like are you really all about
4: the nuts? If you're a bunny, are you really just all about humping? Like I just I just wanna know. You know what <laughs> I wanna see now that you've now that I know about it, I wanna see a flying squirrel. I want them mm-hmm. to Boom. jump. From, like, the rafter Boom. and land in somebody. That's absolutely. how you drink dicks. Wow. I,
3: we talked about this. <laughs> Dennis uh, Dennis Rodman, I watched that show, and he was like, dude, I, like, jumped across the room and was going to land in her pussy, and I fucking hit her in blood. And I was like, oh, my God. So is it the same, like,
2: if they dress up as a sugar
3: glider? Like, oh, I mean, no. it's like, I mean, it's not. Let's not run is. and jump into a, a vagina pig? or <laughs> an asshole or anything. Did Let's just not do it. you look dress
4: up as pigeons? I mean, I'm pretty you know, sure whatever I they could find. I mean, have you I've ever seen, seen
3: a baby pigeon? I've seen chickens. I've seen a baby pigeon. I've seen those yeah. chicken really? ones. Yeah. I haven't.
1: Baby
2: pigeon is actually, it's, it's actually pretty ugly. <laughs> 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 Not gonna lie, they're actually pretty ugly. I've only seen grown ones. They look like gremlins, actually, without the ears. <laughs> but then you can't feed them after midnight.
3: Gremlins? They
2: look like
1: gremlins. <laughs> uh. Amazing how much uh, we have to say about sex. Um we want to go ahead and open up, well, we already opened up the episode, but we want to go ahead and transition into something new. We actually had one of our listeners send us a series of questions that they wanted us each to answer. So we're gonna go ahead and spend our time for the next few minutes actually going over the question that was submitted to us. Again, we appreciate your feedback. We definitely appreciate you tuning in with us. And um, feel free at any time to go ahead and send whatever questions you have. We'll go ahead and start off with the question in just a moment.
5: Yeah, yeah, uh. When you feel like all else fails you Stop, relax, and realize that it's only Inferno's only miskin true, your true essence For the dark shade of gray, leaving Yourself out of the circle, now what's your Purpose, coming to terms with How the better MCs never have an Ego, why we are seen, belittled But yet, everyone knows the name inside The game you play, what does this mean Am I scoring points with you, do I Really give a fuck to? probably not Never spamming you, only a minuscule amount, but when I do, I create Numbers on mass accounts, is it because I'm a chick, or do people really listen? This is something that makes my heart ache forever. Making the same mistakes, getting caught up and seen as a flake. Even so, I'm grinding harder than you to live the lifestyle I choose. In addition to it, you're the one to talk, but never help my movement. I'm willing to support you. In fact, I always do. It just hurts that I can never get the same feedback from anybody, from anyone. It's about the actual physical side because I never show that shit. The We go tipping, you'll stay tripping. Equipping your mind's eyes to levitate missing. We're on a mission to reposition the premonition, ammunition for competition. So what's your definition? So what's your so what's your definition? Equipping your mind's eyes to levitate missing. We're on a mission to reposition the premonition, ammunition for competition. So what's your definition? So what's your so what's your definition? Nonetheless, you move insecurely Creating a type of reality No one understands your personality Gradually leading to a point of view When we finally notice Everything in the life you live directly influences you. An individual of adapting, entrapped and collapsing. The candle synapses won't let you stop. You're the android and we're the humans. Portion to misinterpreting, to be ignorant, oblivious to the fact that the seven points of energy walks with you, embodying every single thing that you do. So stay true, what? So stay true, so stay true, so stay true, and why be clueless? If you see the invisible blueprint, one in a million sugar-coated visions. So stay true, and why be clueless? If you see the invisible blueprint, one in a million sugar-coated visions. Sugar-coated visions.
3: All right, so the letter I, or the question I decided to answer, I'm going to go ahead and read it. It has like a few questions throughout it. It says, Hello, Hush. I want to start out by saying I'm in a great place with my current relationship and very happy with the way things are going for me romantically. My question today is about how people define love. I feel as if I'm not able to give myself to someone 100%. In the back of my mind, I often struggle with the unknown. Like, what is the plan if this fails and where do I go from here? I'm not sure if this is a form of self-sabotage or something that comes along with the feelings associated with love. After a relationship has ended, how can you ever feel safe or comfortable establishing plans and a future with someone else um, when others don't hold the same values? It's easy to step out and cheat, to walk away from what you've created with someone. I've seen it happen. I've even been a part of it. How can you move on with your feelings after cheating has occurred or after being a part of a situation where deceit took place? Also, is it normal to think about your exes or fear running into them? How do you handle those situations? Do you wave, flip them off, pretend you didn't see them? Is there a normal way to respond to a situation where you may run into
1: an ex? And that's Aubrey. I'll go ahead and start off by addressing love. I don't have a clear definition for it. I know what I want to seek from an ideal relationship that consists of love. Um, Most definitely honesty for sure honesty a sense of security communication i need all of that in the relationship in order for me to feel like it's going to work and actually move places as for any type of insecurities about the past or being hurt in the past it's never an easy journey whenever you're trying to commit to somebody i think it's one of the most difficult things that you can do so i'm not gonna lie here and say that I didn't deal with my own demons of the past trying to rekindle things with Chris after the divorce and now here we are years later. It definitely hasn't been an easy journey. I think what keeps my mind off of just staying in that negative state and dwelling on it is actually focusing on plans like what do we want to do for the future, what are we doing right now. I mean currently it's this podcast, this project has really taken our minds off of a lot of doubts or insecurities. We just focus on having fun with each discussion and then future long-term goals. Definitely trying to move out of where we're at right now which is Tucson. Definitely want to go ahead and explore a new state. We actually had the opportunity of going to Seattle together which was something we hadn't done with anybody in prior relationships or relations and so to me it was like starting off on a new clean slate really and I feel like that's what you need to do. When you're jumping into something with somebody after being hurt before, you do need to realize that relationships either gonna burn or it's, you know, burn and fail, or it's gonna succeed. But it's not gonna be easy in making it succeed. So you have to take that risk with whoever you wanna be with. Really, you gotta just silence your own doubts and take that leap of faith if that's what you wanna go ahead and pursue. As for running into exes, I don't really have a fear of that, I mean, most of my exes, like I have some in Phoenix, Um, I don't know where the last one is to be honest, (laughs) different state I think. I know last time he had reached out to me he was uh, in Florida, but you know, I don't really have a fear of that so much as I have into running into people that I had sexual relations with after the divorce, but even then I mean, I feel comfortable starting off the new chapter with Chris letting him know because he asked about you know my experiences so I feel like there's a lot of honesty that we're doing this time around it's not like what makes you more uncomfortable
3: running into like the people that you had just sexual relations with as opposed to like the exes
1: I think it's more of like the fact of bragging rights you know like oh well I had your girl kind of thing you know what I mean
3: oh so you're like more worried about insecurities that Chris may have yes exactly I think, you know, a big thing for me, like, to kind of answer some of the questions is to, you know, to make sure that you're living in the moment. Because a lot of times, like, dwelling on the past just really gives you, like, a dark sense of of a future and, like, where you're going to go from there. And, you know, I've really thought about this question a lot. And I think, like, what defines love for me is, like, who the fuck do I want to take with me if I win a trip or a cruise for two? Like, you know, who's the first person I'm going to call and tell, like, hey, this happened to me, you know, who am I excited to share my life with? And, you know, if that person, you know, if that comes up and there's one person in my mind all the time, like, I fucking I obviously love you, you know, and a big thing for me, like you mentioned, honesty and communication, like the number one killer of relationships is people thinking they have to hide stuff. And, like, usually when you're with somebody, especially if it's been, like, years, they're going to be more comfortable to, like, accept the the things that you may want in a relationship or the things that some people may consider odd or, you know, may may not be comfortable sharing with someone. And, like, I have, have listened a lot to, like, Dan Savage or Esther Perel, and they talk about, you know, making sure that you keep... Uh, a definition between yourself and your partner, and knowing that it's not like just you guys as a couple—that there's still an individual there, and knowing that like you don't own that person, and you have to really build the trust with them, and and not not use anything from your past against that person. About exes, I I think that in the case of exes, like really, there should be some kind of sense of. Um, respect when it comes to them because if you had a relationship no matter the time with them you spent that time and you liked them for (laughs) somewhat of you know the better half of a relationship before you decided to end it and I think you could be cordial and say hey what's up or you know if it's like you were the bad person (laughs) in a relationship or let's say you were the side chick obviously don't go up to that dude and be like hey how are (laughs) you especially if he's with his chick like understand that's probably not cool Unless he was like, oh, I'm in an open relationship and my wife knows about this or my girlfriend knows about this or, you know, <laughs> don't do that. But I think if it's like someone you used to date and there's no issues, you guys just broke up, it didn't work out. Hey, what's up? How are you doing? No big deal. You move on. If, if it's, you know, an awkward situation where you don't want to start shit, then obviously just keep on going because I'm sure they're going to be thinking the same thing as you. Yeah,
2: that actually makes actually perfect sense, actually. It's, I mean, because when you think about it, I mean, from that point of view, especially running into your ex, I mean, especially if you see anything like on social media, Facebook, Instagram, whether they looked at your page and they reacted to something on their page, I mean, that's completely different than actually running into them. I mean, actually running into them, I mean, you want to show them that, you know, hey, my life is better, not really to rub it in. But just to say, hey, you know, my life is going great. How are you doing? Sometimes you need to step up and be the adult and be the bigger person. And, you know, sometimes you may just have to ask them, like, hey, how's life going? Or, or to show them, been like, to?
3: hey, I'm not a fucked up person. Yeah, like, hey, you didn't,
2: you didn't, you didn't destroy me completely. <laughs> you know, I'm like I built up and then, you know, learning from their relationship I had, like, hey, I'm a better person now.
3: Like, how fucked up would it be to have been with someone for 10 years? Let's say I had a boyfriend when I was 16, and let's say we were together for 10 years, and then whatever the fuck, I realized, hey, we're not going to work out. If I run into that person, I had 10 years with you, and you don't say hi to me, I'm going to have a fucking problem. <laughs> I would be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean?
2: That makes Yeah, like I said, it's, that's just the thing. It's like, hey, you know, whether you had, you know, a great few months or a great, Few years, like say you run into them, and you don't. I'm not saying you have to hug them, I'm not saying anything like no bullshit like that, but I'm just saying that if you see them, like, hey, how's it going? Like, how's life treating you? Hey, I'm happy for you. Keep doing you and go on about your day.
3: Your exes are a learning experience, they've exactly. gotten you to where you are. You're the person you are today because of your exes, and so you should have the comfort, the comfortableness or whatever to be like, oh, hey. So it's, much as a wave is all you need to do because you're respecting me and the person that I was when we dated.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just one it's just one big learning experience. I mean, it's not the fact that you just because you broke up it doesn't mean that every single day was a super bad situation. But like I said, is if you've been together for a certain amount of time, you know, you know maybe just warn just say hey how you doing hey I'm happy for you you don't have to get into their life and figure out what they've been doing, but. It's just respectful, just for the users to be like, "Hey, you know, I'm doing great. I'm glad you're doing great. Go on about your day.
4: Have a coconut smile."
1: What are your thoughts about that, Manny?
4: When it comes to exes, I have, I have kind of like a special relationship with them. I, you know, even though we, with my exes, I've had bad times with them. Whenever we broke up um we always you know told each other like you know if you ever need anything i'm still here for you i'm still your friend um so you know if i ran into them it wouldn't just be a a smile and a wave. it'd be like a more of a more of a friendship more of a like you know because with my one of them i was with them for two years and the last one i was with them for like 10 months and you know over those period of time, uh, you know we built a lot together with them and for me, it's more uh, personal more of a friendship, not not just somebody you dated long a long time ago like some people you know make it seem
1: so do you still talk to any of your exes like on good terms?
4: Oh yeah, definitely I you know every now and then we'll check up on each other, you know, how's your family doing, you know, how's school going, how's work going, oh, it's going very well, you know, I'm doing this now, and it's like, well, you know, I'm glad to hear that, I'm glad to hear that you're doing well, and that if they've moved on to somebody else, that they're able to connect with them on a deeper deeper level than um, I was able to.
3: Does that cause issues in, like, your current relationships, being friends with your exes?
4: Um, not for me. Um, and I don't think it was a problem for them either. They never, if, you know, they never said anything.
3: Do you think, do you think that has to do with it being, like, the gay community?
4: I think so, because, you know, being here in Tucson, the, for anybody, it's a small city. But especially for the gay community, there's, you know, only so many of us here. And everybody knows each other whether you've dated or not or you just follow each other on Facebook or whatever everybody knows everybody and I think it's an important thing to keep it cordial and you know if you dated somebody to not hold you know not be spiteful towards them Yeah, because I
3: I think, like, a lot of the gay people that I know, like, have all dated each other, but then, like, remain friends afterwards or best friends, and it's like, damn, you guys dated for, like, four years, but now you're the best, you know, the best, uh, what is it, the best man or whatever at the wedding, you know, depending on the situation.
4: Right, and for some people, it'll bother them, and I think in those instances, you have to respect your partner's feelings and, you know, distance yourself from the ex. But I think for the most part, everybody in the gay community here understands how it works. And and you can remain friends um, with your exes and not have so many problems um, as maybe straight couples would have.
3: And how, how do you define love?
4: Love for me is just being comfortable with that person. Being able to, you know, share everything that happens in your life um whether it be you know family life work life with your uh, you know your life with your friends um being able to just lay in bed and watch movies all day and you know you don't have to do the most exciting things all the time although that you know helps um you know just being just being comfortable with the person and being able to share your thoughts and feelings all the time.
3: What about you, Chris?
2: I mean, I think, uh, I think in a sense of being a gamer, I think love is is kind of in a sense as far as like, um, you know, you have to gain enough experience to, to, you know, to love someone. But I think it's one of those times is where you wake up and the first thing you think about is the person that you're dating or Or whatever, and they're the last thought that goes through your mind before you go to bed, and they're the ones that you feel like your day isn't complete until you say good morning or good afternoon or good night to. Um, I think it's, I think for me, love means it's just where that person is just embedded in your mind, and all you want to do is spend every waking moment with them. You would do anything to be with them. I mean, any. Daily activity doesn't seem the same without them. Rather, even if it's just doing errands or going to the mall or just just anything that you do normally during the day, if, if you're not with that person, I think that's when you. For me, that's kind of when you feel like you're in love with that person. To say, "Hey, you know, I I need to be with them all the time, and and I just want. And then when you're with them, it's just like the happiest time in the world. So. But like Manny said, it's, like, if it's just, like, something where you could just, like, you know, watch movies together and just, you know, just be happy, I think that's when you kind of start realizing that, you know, it's more than just an attraction of physical and mental. I think it's starting to become the factor of love.
3: Yeah, and I think a, a big thing to, like, kind of remember again so that you're not dwelling on the past is, like, mindfulness. Like, think about what's going on in your mind and then... You know, apply like six positives to it or, you know, ask yourself six different questions and and figure out if what the hell you're thinking about is even something that you should even be worrying about and, you know, just look at different ways to like calm yourself. Like people do centering or they listen to fucking little mini, what is it, meditation things and like, you know, just get all those nasty thoughts out of your mind and really focus on you and that person that you're with.
4: Yeah, and I agree with that because I have a problem with moving on from the past um, in a current me relationship. Me too. <laughs> and like say in my last one, you know, I got cheated on and it, you know, I was never, never able to fully move past that. And I always had that mistrust and that, and that worry in my head whenever he wasn't with me and I knew that he wasn't at work. Um, and people would tell me, you know, cause he lived with me for a little bit and they would say, you know, who, who is he going to bed with every night? Who is he waking up with? Who is he, he going to the movies with? The
3: important things. Right. right. The things that you take for granted. That's right. like totally true because you start thinking about all the trivial things and shit that may be wrong with you and why they cheated or why, you know, different things like that. And the truth is like people make mistakes. And I don't think one person can be everything for someone. And that's why when you grow up, you have a bunch of different friends because they bring different aspects to your life. And like, how the hell are you going to expect one partner to give you that? And so to me, like, it kind of makes sense that people cheat because it's like, well, shit, one, there's a million people in this city or whatever the fuck, and you know, and it's like, there's a lot more opportunity and it's easy to fuck up. But then you have to go, like, who is, like you said, who's coming home with me and going to sleep every night? And who the fuck do I wake up with? And and that's the thing. You have to think about the stuff in the moment. And you have to be aware of every single thing that is going on and the, the joy that it brings you. <laughs>
1: and keep you waiting much longer, we are going to go ahead and talk about sexual preferences. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Because, <laughs> yeah, Chris is very excited about this. What do you guys want to begin with? Dick size. I Desert. guess that's for you. Oh, no, and Manny.
3: You too. Chris, you can chime so in. So three of the four. Three of the four. Well, so I, I, mean, I mean, if you want to chime in, you can totally tell me what you think.
2: I mean, I don't know
4: exactly dick what I want to like. say exactly about dick size. I mean, <laughs> Maybe when you watch porn, like, do you like to see big dicks or small dicks going into a female?
2: That's actually a very good point.
4: Um, I think when I watch porn, I don't I don't really care
2: too much about, like, the dick size. Because I'm not going to be like, damn it, that nigga's got a big dick. Like, I don't care about that. But do you want to see, like...
4: The dick but yeah, I mean, everything. it's obviously
2: I don't want it to be like one of those like super amateur ones where the guy's dick is like 5 inches and the girl's like pretending to enjoy it. I mean, but I'm not like, hey, maybe maybe I do watch a Lexington Steel or Wesley Pipes one <laughs> every you. once in a while with the, the 10 to 14 inch dick and he's just pounding shit you out said, of it. You <laughs>
3: said, and a girl is pretending to enjoy it. Hey. I'm just going to let you know now that I'm pretty sure that a 5 inch dick could make me feel as good as somebody with a 9 inch dick depending on who the fuck has it I was about to now
2: say. <laughs> i now i'm not just saying i'm just saying for my personal opinion that's just my opinion that's not everybody else's <laughs> opinion <laughs> If you guys feel like Dick is dick That's fine just you can
1: tell You've never had any
3: Yeah
2: <laughs>
1: Obviously My opinion is Size honestly Doesn't really matter an average I've taken pretty huge cocks I don't think it really matters Honestly The one that had The biggest dick Wasn't He just didn't provide The foreplay So it wasn't the most exciting You know I feel like you gotta Warm up the girl Before you shove that dick Into her pussy Like you just gotta work on that, you know? If he would have incorporated foreplay, maybe it would have been, you know. Maybe he awesome. liked it like that. He was like, I want you dry. Yeah, probably. It's yeah, shame probably. Shame. You know that. He that's was just probably one, like, he just was wall That's what I told wall. you. That's what I told you. Actually, call me a bitch. Oh, he <laughs> and MC, I, yeah. See, so somebody was like, off. take it, bitch. Like,
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. yeah, he was
6: just he, probably he just into just getting that
2: nut. He didn't care what the fuck <laughs> you thought. I've like, like
1: Look. <laughs> I hopped off. Do you guys like name calling? You guys like when somebody calls you like a bitch or a whore? Or I'm totally a slut. into that. Like, heat yeah.
3: of the moment, call me a slut, and I'm like, ooh, let's go. <laughs> and then you, oh, dude, and I've been called <laughs> a bitch too. <laughs> so
4: <Also>. I was <laughs> like,
3: this is okay. That's the first time that's
1: happened, but I'm all right with that. What about you, Manny? Um, Can anybody call you names?
4: Nobody ever has.
1: What about daddy or.
4: no that's a turn off i don't want
1: to
4: i don't like the whole daddy revolution i'm like so
3: interested to talk to somebody who's into the daddy thing because i don't understand it and i don't want to judge anybody because like to each their own but like for me if i call you daddy the first thing that's gonna fucking flash into my head is my dad and then if you are the dad to my child i swear the fuck that the second thing is my kid (laughs) <laughs> and I'm sorry, but in the middle of sex, I don't want to be like, ooh, daddy, and ooh, there goes, you know, there's my dad in my head, and then boom, my child, like, oh
1: that's well, the last thing I want to
3: see. <laughs> well,
2: well Kendra, you probably might be in luck with that one. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was not into the whole daddy kind of thing either, and I started trying it recently. I don't know what it is. I think it's just the feel of the dominance that I feel it gives Chris. I swear to God, I say that, and I just feel like he fucks me harder. I don't know how so to So you like, it. being like, all submissive. In some ways, when I use that, yeah. At that point, I do. But that's not how I am, like, all the time. I actually have to take control a lot of times. It just... I don't, I don't know. But that, when I start saying, like, daddy, that just automatically is, like... I don't know, like a signal in its head, like, okay, you know, like she, she's going to get this, you know.
2: In a sense for me, it's kind of like a trigger. I, I, I know it's kind of cliche to say it, but I mean, it's just, for me, that's just what it is. I mean, cause I know in my head that I can separate the two. Like, I mean, obviously if she calls me daddy, I'm not going to be like, oh my God, I'm thinking about my daughter. Like, no, <laughs> I just think that it's just one of those things, especially if it's something she's never done before. And it's just it's just kind of like a like a really like a dominance thing it has nothing to do with family but um but I think is I think it's just when she says that and then how she says it when it's in that moment I think it's more enticing than if it's just like oh my god okay fuck me please like okay baby like do it like that but it's just like when she says like oh fuck me daddy like it's just... It's just kind of like it entices like a dominance. I don't think about her dad or my dad or, you know, our child at all. But it's just one of those things where it's just like it.
3: Could you imagine if you thought of your dad? If I thought of my
2: dad, that'd probably be the weirdest thing ever. But then at the same time as how good it feels, I probably wouldn't even stop. That's just the way to think about it. My
3: mind would go on. I'd be like, dad. And then I would be like, does my mom call him dad? And then I would be like, "Oh, weird, weird!" Like, <laughs>
4: then you start thinking about your parents having sex, and that's just nah. I'm
3: okay
1: yeah. with that. Fuck away. Really? I
3: I don't even care.
1: You would still keep fucking thinking of your parents having sex.
3: Well, obviously not, but uh, <laughs> him, where it's like sh- I don't. It doesn't bother me. You know, <laughs> during sex, I that's not really my turn on. What about being vocal during sex? I'm terrible at that. I'm so bad. I'm like trying really hard to get better at it too, but I'm like, yeah.
4: Yeah, I'm not good at it either. They, you know, uh, I've had people tell me like, oh, do you like that? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I th- it feels good.
3: <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> well, so and that's the thing is like, I heard you're supposed to like say what you're doing, say what you like, and say what you're gonna do, and those are like the best things. And in the moment, I'm like. That. I'm, hmm, message. <laughs> In the moment, I'm like, hmm, I'm going to suck your dick, but I don't want to say that out loud. But
4: I hate when people ask me, like, what do you want to do? Or I'm like, oh, can't? couldn't we just, like, transition into whatever? Like, so, why do you have to ask me? So the- is it kind of like a comfort thing where you just,
2: you're just comfortable without saying anything? And you're just letting it just be whatever it's going to be without... Same. I totally
3: like vocals too, though, because I like when shit is being said to me, mm-hmm. so I can totally understand like the turn on about that. And I'm like, I don't know. For me, it's just like a un- uh, uncomfortableness. So, I you, guess.
2: so you like it to be said to you. You're just having a hard time saying it back. As far yeah. as like, you don't feel like you have to tell them, like, okay, do me from behind. You just kind of wanted to just transition to it naturally, without actually feeling like you have to have. Fucking without instructions
3: Kinda, I don't know It's just like, for me It's like the whole Having to be vocal about it Cause it's like You're already in like A, a vulnerable position And so then to like Vocally say those ru- Vulnerable things too It's like a Do I wanna let my Wall down completely thing I think is what I go through
4: Right, I think For me What I like Vocalized is more Of like the sounds Like more of like The panting Or groaning Or moaning Or whatever like that's fine like I like doing that and I like hearing that but I don't like people maybe instructing me what to do like maybe just show me like what what you're trying to do but I, I l-
3: don't. see I like instructions too because I want to know if I'm doing good or bad and so I'm like Will you let me know so I can change it up but also if you're you know just really fucking loud and making a lot of noise I might look at you and be like yeah, uh, she's vaping. <laughs> right yeah, I was down. gonna say
1: that too. I don't, I don't like believe when girls are like screaming and shit. I'm like, come on, girl, calm That is a show. Down. You've watched too many <laughs> porns and you are fucking showing off right now.
3: <laughs> yeah, if
2: you're screaming and you're saying like God and Zeus and Apollo and Poseidon <laughs> and all that shit, you're praying to all, yeah, all, yeah, like, all the fucking Greek gods and Allah and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, like turn that shit down. Don't make you're <laughs> being a little too fucking so extra. Fake. Go have a fucking pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> (laughs) from
4: starbucks because you've been a little too too extra for me right there right i like to hear the moaning but don't exaggerate it
2: yeah exactly like if you're moaning you're moaning because you like it don't moan just because you think i want to hear that i mean obviously i don't want to hear quiet but i mean obviously if you are just like you know you whisper it feels good or i like it like that that's fine but don't sit there and be like oh fuck me you fucking black guy like just stick that big ass black cock in me and like you know what I'm saying that's just way too fucking much like I'm like why you gotta be extra at that shit like just just take it just enjoy it we're both enjoying it like you don't need to basically at that point you don't need to prove anything else after that cause you're at the the main goal
1: at that Hello point to self do not say shove your black cock in me okay, <laughs> yeah.
3: no, okay. or do <laughs> yeah. try it out see what it's like because you didn't want to say daddy before and now you're into it so I mean <laughs> <do> maybe, it. <laughs> maybe it
1: might just be like ooh yay incorporate <laughs> incorporate that from the cuckled borns
2: <laughs> so what if they say daddy shove that black cock in me hey maybe mm. that just might be the shit that <laughs> makes you walk funny in the morning. now you know what you're trying next <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll let you guys know how that goes
2: <laughs> I mean you know whoever you're with I mean, just incorporate <laughs> whatever color they are and just put dickheads in, in front of it. So if they're white, say, give me that white cock. If they're Mexican, <laughs> give me that Mexican cock. If they're Asian, you know, try something else. But, you know, <laughs> but well, at the same time, it, race but, now. But time if, if that's the case, if you're mm-hmm. in Asians, hey, give me that, you know, give me that dim sum, you know, whatever. Get creative <laughs> with it. You know, but, hey, that's if that's what it is and that's what you like, I mean... You know, make your partner feel like, you know, you are, they are doing something right and you're liking it. But like Manny said, don't be a little too extra about it. Just basically just take it. And if you want to moan, then go ahead and moan. You want to groan, go ahead and groan. But, you know, we don't need a whole paragraph as to what you like and what you dislike. Because talking actually kind of in a way does distract.
3: I think some people do that, though. The whole story thing. I, I think, think so. so. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is like a thing. Mm-hmm. How about you like mention what about do you look for like a certain type of girl as far as like a race?
2: I wouldn't say I look for a type of girl as far as race. Um, I mean, to me, it comes down to personality because I mean, that's what you're gonna really have to deal with in the long run. I mean, race is one thing that you that you're just obviously gonna look at and you're gonna be like, I can deal with it, but it's personality that comes down to that. You know, if their personality isn't on par as to what I'm looking for, then, you know, despite whatever the color of the skin is, is I'm probably not going to feel it.
1: And you're talking about long-term, right? Yeah, no, I'm, just talking, about, say, yeah, what I'm about just talking about long-term. talking about fucking somebody? What about fucking? Does race matter?
2: I mean, as far as fucking, race does not matter if it's just fucking and it's just like, bye, Felicia, the next day. Um, But if it's just fucking, I mean, race doesn't really matter. It's just more of the connection that we would have.
1: So, what kind of different races have you been with?
2: Um, so I've been kind of all over the spectrum. I mean, obviously Mexican, uh, white girls, uh, black girls, Mexicans.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> again, twice.
2: yeah, to Mexicans are twice because <laughs> obviously, if you guys have not figured out that Mexicans are my jammy jam, but um, <laughs> but other than that, as far as As far as, like, race, I don't really have a preference. I've been kind of with all of them. I've dated all types. Um, I don't really say I have one that I pick over the other. But, like I said, it's just no matter whatever race is that's attached to the personality, that's what I look for the most.
3: Do uh, different races fuck differently?
2: Yes. That is, uh,
3: yes. Like how? What do you...
2: So, I mean, I think in some senses that I think, I think for me... Just my personal opinion, if you guys have other opinions, we'll be more than happy to hear that, but just from my experiences, I want to clarify that. My experiences. (laughs) That races do fuck differently. I think that some of the black chicks that I have dated um, do fuck a little bit more aggressively. Um, Not that I have a problem with that, but they do. Uh, Mexicans are the same way, Um, but I think Mexicans are... Very well balanced. They like to do everything and anything if you ask them. Um, I think sometimes some of the some some of the white girls that I have been with have very specific ways they like to be fucked, um, and it's just kind of some of them like it this way, and then others don't like it that way. And I think some of them have been very picky, but um, the one Asian that I actually dated. Um, it was just kind of like a Rubik's Cube. Like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on with that. I had no idea if it was, like, if you had to give it to them harder or give them to them softer. Because, I mean, they sound different. And, I mean, sometimes it's just, like, the Asians are just, like, yeah, fuck me harder. But then you fuck them harder and you're like, am I fucking you too hard? I'm sorry. And they're like, no, it's fine. So...
3: You're like, shut the fuck up, because Yeah, too like, loud.
2: seriously, like, I think, like, you're <laughs> crying, and I'm like, so, you know, I don't want the, like, the police to bust in and saying, hey, you know, you're raping somebody.
6: <laughs> but, um,
2: but yes, it's very true that I think racists do fuck differently, um, and I, th- I think that, like I said, some of them I do like more than others, but... As far as as just fucking them in general, no, I do not have a particular preference as to race.
1: I don't think I have a preference either. I mean, it just I've dated along the spectrum. Actually, fucking people though, never been with a white, never been with an Asian. It's just been Mexican, blacks, mixed with black. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I mean. That's generally who I've been attracted to, but it doesn't mean that when I was single I wouldn't have tried anything new, I guess, at that point. As for races fucking differently, uh, I don't really, I don't know. Honestly, I never really paid attention to it, to be honest. I don't know if I have an answer for that. I don't think so. To me, sex is sex. We're both getting it. Hey, it's fun. I don't think, like... One person's more aggressive than the other? I think every single dude fucks differently.
4: Well, for me, I've been... Just for hookups, like, I've done Asian, white, Mexican, black, like, mixed races. Um, I've only really dated mixed races, so, like, half Mexican, half white, half black, half white. But I think... Um, I think I'd probably prefer to date somebody that was more in the race, I guess, like Mexican, because they, as Kim knows, like Mexicans are pretty uh, tight-knit, family-oriented, and from my experiences, I've always had trouble finding somebody that understands and accepts how Mexicans are, which kind of might not really make sense but um no i
3: think that i mean i think that makes sense like i've i've had a lot i've lived here my whole life and so i i've grown up with all different types of people and you can totally tell when you're going over to your mexican friend's house or like you know what to expect like yep. grandma's over and you know everyone's chilling and there's just like a different atmosphere right and you have to be open to that
4: yeah, because it, it could be a lot to date somebody that's Mexican because everybody's always in your business. and mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Exactly. Or you're like, I don't want to see your family again <laughs> for <laughs> the fifth time this week.
4: That's how one exactly. of my exes was. I took him to one family party, and I never took him to another one because he was just complaining about the music. It was too loud. Everybody's speaking Spanish. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. And, you know, he was upset. He kind of brought the mood down for me the whole time. But, um So I guess when it comes to just sex, I don't prefer race. But I think dating-wise, I'd probably lean more towards somebody that's half Mexican or fully Mexican. Just because they would, you know, be able to get it more, get along with everything.
1: what about body types? Do you have any type of preferences? Like chubby, thin, any preferences at all?
3: I think I've had, like, so throughout my life, I'm pretty sure that I've been attracted to, like... Almost any, every type of person went through like my little stages where I was like, ooh, I'm really into this white dude, or ooh, I'm really into this Mexican dude, or ooh. And then when I got older, I was like, I kind of like skinny dudes. And then I got a little bit older and was like, I can kind of like, you know, fluffier people. I'm not into muscles. I'm like, so not into that at all. And for some people, they're like, "I want to see your muscles," and I'm like, "You have enough definition, and that's totally cool for me," <laughs> you know. So like, I don't know. I've never been with like a. I would. I've never been with like a fat dude, like so I can't say like, "Oh, I like that" or "I don't." But I know people that are all about it. But I've definitely been with like a dude that was way too fucking skinny, and I'm like, "Your hip bones are hurting me," <laughs> you know. So I don't really. For me, I totally go on, like, my attraction to them. Like, whether they're skinny or, or, you know, chubby or whatever is not... I don't know. I don't judge that right away. So, I'm not looking for a particular body
1: type. Yeah, me either. I'm sorry.
4: Want to go, Dan? I think that I've always more leaned towards, like, slimmer to, like, average body guys. Like, I'm not really into the big muscles either. Like, you know, I think people... muscles are too big it's kind of like gross like i don't know like it stretches everything out and they look like they have no neck and um but like somebody that's toned like is fine but i mean just more like average size i guess is
3: and then you notice like there's people that you could like see at first and you're like god you're so unattractive and then you start liking them and the person that they are and all of a sudden they're like so attractive and you're like what happened And it's like just the the connection that you have with that person
1: yeah that's definitely happened before i mean i've been with people that have had six packs the one that i ended up losing my virginity to actually had a six pack it's weird though i felt like well at the time i was thin because i didn't i didn't have my my kid yet so i was very thin so it didn't bother me and now though after having like the mom bod kind of thing I don't know, I feel like they have to have, they can still be thin, but they don't have to have like a six pack, honestly, I don't look for that. I've actually been with people, I guess that you could say, are kind of overweight in some ways, heavier guys. Uh, The only thing that I had with that is like, when we compare like riding them, I mean I can't like, I had to squat. Actually, since they were wider, <laughs> it's a little bit more tiring. But I mean, it doesn't take out the pleasure from it, regardless. I was gonna say
3: I think it would like feel differently too, <laughs> but I does. don't know. I'm a big girl, and I've been with all different types of dudes, and like I've been like bigger than I am now, and smaller than I am now, and fucking in between, everything in between, and like I still all different types of dudes. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I don't know. I wonder, Emma did you have to have sex with me differently? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Position yourself a little differently. I mean that was the only thing with just writing versus like somebody that was thin, I mean you could like just put your knees, you know, like on the side of their like hips kind of area. But you Versus can always like,
3: maneuver your fucking body around you You're can, like get you that can. in me. <laughs>
1: <Did you notice laughs> though, like when I was with like heavier guys, so it was just easier, honestly, to like squat over. I don't know. For me, that was like get on my the preference. end of the bed, <laughs> just sit on the end of the bed, right on the edge, and you're, you're put right your there. fucking We're feet fine. on the ground and you're good. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pleasure is pleasure.
3: That's a device. <laughs> you, Manny, you kind of touched base on it like earlier. Like a big thing for me is like religious views. Or, I guess, like, um, you know, just, like, uh, different traditions that you follow? Is that something that you automatically look for in somebody that you're just looking to fuck? Or is that not important until a relationship?
4: No, it's not important at all if you're going to just have sex with somebody. Even for a relationship, <clears throat> like, somebody's religious views doesn't bother me. Um, like, I'm Catholic. I grew up Catholic. Um, I didn't, I'm not... Um, I wouldn't say I'm religious but I'm more spiritual like I you know I believe that there's something more out there Mm -hmm. and but I don't go to church or anything I don't pray too often so you know I'm a terrible Catholic but uh, (laughs) but anybody's you know religious point of views doesn't bother me at all because uh, one of my exes was an atheist he didn't believe in you know anything and you know that doesn't really bother me I think I would want to do certain religious um, like traditions. W- traditions like a baptism. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. Anything else, like you know, confirmations and stuff like that, I wouldn't really care, but I think that's the one thing that I'd want to do. Um, but other than that, no, not really.
3: That seems to be kind of like a either you have a total, you're like, yes, that's very important to me or you're like, no. Because, for me, I don't care, but then I've met people that are like, oh, no, he's not a Christian, and I'm not going to date him. And it's like, gosh, that's wild, because how can you judge somebody just based on, like, how their upbringing? Right.
1: Yeah, when it comes to fucking them, honestly, (laughs) I'm not thinking about God or if they believe in God. I mean, it's selfish, I know. I believe in God myself, but when I'm in that heat of the moment, I don't think about that, like... Religion's the furthest thing from my mind. I'll probably upset the over-religious people in my family, but that's just how I see it. I, I don't think about that. When it comes to something that is long-term that you're trying to do, I would appreciate if they respect the religion, even if they don't believe in it themselves, which is kind of where I guess I stand on that. As long as there's the, the respect towards it, That's all that I care about, really. But not in the middle of fucking somebody. I'm not going to be like, oh, by the way, did you go to church? (laughs) Last thing I think about.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think religion really doesn't play any type of part. I mean, if you believe in God, you believe in Krishna, you believe in Allah, you believe in Jedi, you believe in Sith, I don't care.
3: I love Jedis and Siths. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) like
2: I said, I mean, that doesn't play any type of role. Um... I mean cuz like I said it did mean, it is what it is I mean, it's different that if you're in the middle of a fucking session and they're like, "So, have you thought about Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior?" I'm probably be like, you know, you probably might need to leave and take Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Some with people you.
3: might like that. Like, yeah, Fuck me, they're Father. like, "Tell me more about Jesus." Please. Yeah, like, but
2: I mean, if you're like fucking someone and they're like, "Dude, tell me how many metachlorians I have in my body so I can figure out how to use the force," you know, you might get getting a dick. So, I mean, that just might be different.
3: I definitely won't be talking to her. That's actually I'm <laughs> off. I mean,
2: cause you know, that might be that might be heated. Like if, if you're in Jedi and you're in the Sith, I mean that might stop it and <laughs> y'all might start fighting. I mean who knows? It might it might actually come to physical blows. But I mean during that time, I mean religion doesn't really play a part. I mean even even in the long run, I mean it's it. I know it can be certain times where it can be hard, especially if there are a particular religion that they're very strong in believing in. Maybe they needed to convert or understand. Um, I think that's where religion plays more of a part is in a long-term session. But, like, during fucking, like, like I said, I don't care if you, like I say, if you believe in Allah, you believe in anything. But, I mean, if you believe in Allah, you're, you know, you're probably with the goats. But, you know, <laughs> but other than that, I mean, if, if you know, like I said, if you, you believe in whatever you want to believe. Right? If you want to believe in God, you want to believe in Zeus, you want to believe in whatever, you know I mean that—that that is what it is I don't really bash anyone on their religion or what their religious belief it's just like I said if it goes beyond the term of fucking and trying to get to know them then yeah maybe you might want to take some time to get to learn their religions just so you can understand you know their culture a little bit more but like I said fucking you ain't, you ain't got no time for that
1: we had talked about size earlier what do you think about like tit size or ass that's size that's what I does was that, thinking yeah you? does that matter
2: so, I mean, I think tits are beautiful no matter if they're an A cup to a Z cup. Actually, take that back. Z cups are nasty. What it, about a no cup? Like a no cup? Like, my tits are bigger than someone's <laughs> tits. <like. laughs>
3: but it's a female. She has a vagina.
2: But, I mean, honestly, I, I don't mind it. I mean, if she's comfortable with her body, that's fine. If she got a little mosquito bites, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is. I really don't judge based off of... Boob size. I mean, not
3: juicy, juicy mingles. I think, I think, as, a, <laughs> as I think, as
2: a younger male, you're you're more attracted to boobs because you're like that's the forbidden thing. But as you get older, I think that asses become more of, oh shit, that's what I need to see. I mean, even a flat ass and a thong, you're still gonna look and be like, that's still a nice ass because you know even though it might be flat, but if it's got a thong on it and it's gonna be turning a crack, I mean, it's still nice. But, I mean, I mean, boobs are still very nice to look at. They're very nice to play with. They're very nice to touch. I mean, obviously, the bigger, the more you have to play with. But I think that when a girl walks by you, I think it's more of looking more at the ass than anything else. Just because, I mean, it's just, I think there's more satisfaction in grabbing ass than there is to grab a boob.
3: I don't know, because if I had a dick, I would look at a chick and be like, you have some tits I want to fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, <laughs> see, I don't, I don't, I see,
2: that's the thing, I don't look at, I don't look at, like, tits and be like, yo, I just want to fuck your tits, like, sometimes I look <laughs> at your ass and I'm like, dude, I just want to, like, grab your ass and I want to bite it and I just want to play with it, rather than just, be like, I just want to fuck your tits. I mean, you want to fuck I'm your tits. I'm just saying so, that's nice. I mean, it's, nice. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's not, I'm, don't get me wrong at all. I mean, it's very, very nice. But I'm just saying that, you know, but A, if they got both of them to offer, hey, why the fuck not?
3: I definitely, like, prefer big tits. I want to know that you're definitely... You got some boobs. Like, I would be so sad if I... Let's say like I planned a whole meeting with some female and was like, Come over, we wanna see what you look like and then she showed up and had no boobs, I'd be like, I can't
1: see you again because you defeated
3: my whole purpose of you coming.
1: Like, so like what's the ideal size then? I, I was guess? just about to ask that yeah, one. Like what do ideal you think cup is? size. Like a like good like handful. So what C C's? A C a good
3: C or bigger? I'm totally okay with that. No H. No, maybe <laughs> actually maybe I do want to see H so too. So no A cups? No. <laughs> I
1: want to see those. I bounce. want you to be able to hold She's a like, fucking nipple under your tits. I don't tics. want you to
2: just have nipples. Like, <laughs>
1: like
2: if I just wanted to have nipples, I would ask another guy to come over.
6: Like
4: nipples. see, Sweet I'm gonna have that. to Google all of this, like boob size, because I'm not. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I like boobs. I think boobs are pretty. They
3: are.
1: Boobs are really pretty.
4: I mean, if you're, if
3: you're, even, oh, that's the thing is, even what I consider like ugly boobs, someone else is like, I fucking love those boobs. And, and that's kind of a great thing boobs. about them. But then,
2: what if it's like you know you you know there's some nice boobs. If you're like in Victoria's Secret and the woman's like, "Excuse me, I can't find my size here." You're like, "You got some nice boobs." If, you <laughs> if you're in Victoria's Secret and you can't find your size, you know, you know, you got some nice boobs.
3: You know, like chicks always have like one boob that's bigger than the other. Uh-huh. Yeah. So to me, it's like when it's very very obvious, I'm always like double take at that. But then some people are like, that shit is fucking hot. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: So, your right size is the size of a football, and the other side is the size of a
3: softball. Yeah, that's the so difference. It's, it's always the other way around. What <laughs> about large... The left side is always bigger than the right side.
1: What about large nipples?
3: No. 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 <laughs> oh my god, like that chick. Oh my god, no.
1: <laughs>
2: if, it's, if, it's, if it's bigger than a standard size pepperoni, that's too big. Dude, I'm the, sorry.
3: The first time I ever went to a strip club, I was 18. I went to the Bunny Ranch, which all nude, right? Mm. And it was crazy because one, I saw a bunch of people I knew dancing, and so that was kind of awkward. (laughs) But I also saw like the first chick and it's so and i'm so sorry but i was like she had orangutan titties like that's all i can think <laughs> of they were the biggest uh oh, they were like so interesting nipples and i would be like i just couldn't i just couldn't do it like
2: <laughs> yeah i think it was uh, when we were in uh california we went to this club called cheetahs and um and this chick came over and she had these huge nipples and it reminded me of the size of Chips Ahoy and all I oh. knew is like once I left the club I was like dude I gotta get Chips Ahoy cookies because her tits remind, like her nipple itself reminded me of them because they were just that big. Not
3: the areola, just the nipple? You know
2: like just the nipple just itself. Yeah the <laughs> nipple itself, I'm like dude so are you like feeding everybody in this club? Like kind of deal and then her areolas were like it was weird, it was like her nipples were really big but then her areolas weren't as big so, but then plus the club was dark.
3: Does the color is the color a big deal?
2: Like color isn't a big deal. I mean, if they're dark, obviously, is not a big deal. If they're pink, this Isn't a big deal. it?
3: I I imagine it being surprising when like you see boobs for the first time and you're like, those are not what I expected. Yeah, <laughs> like.
2: I think that's happened a lot. It's when you like you're like, oh man, your boobs are so nice, and then you see their nipples, and you're just kind of like, I had a hope different scenario in my head, and this isn't it.
3: From what I understand, <laughs> if you look at somebody's lips, their nipples are pretty much the same color. In a sense. So I mean, now look at everybody <laughs> and imagine I their nipples know. because that's all you gotta do.
2: Y'all, <laughs> okay, I see your lips. Oh, you got black. Ooh, you got some chocolate chips, huh? You know? But, I mean, I mean that's, that's also played, but and I also think, if, like I said, once it goes back to race, too, I mean, I think it's like the darker their skin is, obviously the darker their nipples are. And, I mean, no offense to, you know, most white girls out there. I mean, you obviously know you can have pink Pink nipples.
6: nipples. (laughs) You
2: know, but, I mean, it's just some of the other ones, like, when you get to, like, even when you get to, like, half blacks and half Asians like i mean it's kind of like a mystery like you you're just like ooh i wonder what's underneath like, I was going
3: to say you're going to meet that mixed white girl who's yeah. like actually my dad is black uh-huh. and
2: uh, you like hey your nipples are actually brown i like that so i mean it's just you never know what it is but i mean it's it's always it's always a good curiosity factor
3: it's so crazy like knowing the different type of preferences that people have mm-hmm. how wide it can be like It's, it's just, I've learned so much over the last year, like looking into different things that people are into and it's like, I never even knew that was something, (laughs) you know? So it's crazy. I mean, sometimes, sometimes
2: nipples are like, what's the turn on? And sometimes they're the, what's the turn
3: off? (laughs) I
2: mean, it's just really weird. What if
3: they like, you know, point different ways?
2: I mean, if they point different Ooh. ways. I mean, they better be like, they would be like, like National Geographic like surveys or something like they better be surveying the earth or something. If they're like constantly moving and like doing that, or they better be communicating with a satellite.
3: <laughs> Some girl takes her shirt off and her nipples are facing each other. I mean, they better be like
2: collaborating on what's going to happen next. Like they better be having a meeting or something. But, I mean, if they're looking at each other, then it's going to be a little weird. And and especially (laughs) if they respond like, oh, yeah, they do that every once in a while. (laughs) Then that raises even further questions. Like, it's not even about fucking them anymore. It's like... Why do your t- I would still be like, let's see what happens. Yeah, why do your nipples talk to each other? Are they gonna start rotating? Like, <laughs> yeah, like are they gonna are they gonna start like sea walking? Are they gonna start telling you what to do? One goes up, one goes down, like. <laughs> oh
3: gosh, yeah. yeah, waving.
2: Yeah, that's what we'll say. Like, just saying just what's up. up
3: to you while you're fucking. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right, is, is this Morse, Morse code? code? Like, yes. I, don't, I don't know what this <laughs> is. <laughs> like, or is this sign language? I don't know what's going on
1: or about changing it up for a bit what about circumcised versus uncircumcised
2: yeah i'm gonna sit that one out
1: <laughs> well you have a dick so why do you have to
3: sit that one out I mean, I mean i have never been with a guy who was uncircumcised but i've looked them up online and it's i'm not i'm not very interested in it like i don't know i'm like oh that's not as pretty as like a circumcised dick so i don't know for me i'm like please please be cut Please.
4: But sometimes when people get circumcised, they fuck that shit up.
3: Yeah, shit. but I, I mean, I don't know. So So
4: so what do you so what do you do if you're talking
2: to a guy or whatever and then you see his dick for the first time and it's uncircumcised, like what do you do? Do you just stare at it and just be like now this isn't gonna work or you just be like well since we're here we just might as well
3: I love yeah. dick pics so I'd be like okay let's see the picture and then when they sent it I'd be like can I have another one from the other angle and then I would be like okay so Pull what's up back.
2: <laughs> so you seem like you're on the verge of being a dick critic because that's what it sounds like right there I am all about it it's like look don't send me a dick pic if it's, if it's got the little sausage sleeve on it don't send me a dick pic <laughs> but you know because i don't want to be up there and be like oh surprise oh surprise get out
1: <laughs> appearance wise i definitely love circumcised hands down but then i'd be a hypocrite to say that i wouldn't take it on because i have i think to me once you pull the skin back it's not you know it's like whoa what is that you know that's new kind of thing it's not as intimidating to look at i guess when you pull the skin back um so when it comes to sex though to me it it feels the same. I mean, I don't nope. see any difference between, like, oh, I feel like your foreskin rubbing against my vagina kind of thing. I don't... To me, the penetration still feels the same. Is foreplay different, though? Uh, it's a little different. I think it takes a little more effort because if he wants me to, like, tease the tip of his dick while trying to, like, suck it, like, he needs to pull that back. I'm not gonna go and, like, you know, move my tongue over and try to lift up the flap of skin. Maybe I (laughs) just need more pictures
3: of uncircumcised... I mean, yeah, uncircumcised dicks. Like, I'm all... I need to judge a few more. (laughs) What about for you, Manny?
4: Um, I don't care either way. I've had both... I've, you know, blown both types and... For the most part, it's the same for me. Um, I think guys that are uncircumcised have are a little bit more sensitive when you give them blowjobs. And they might feel a little bit more uh, of, I guess, sensations than circumcised guys. But, I mean, like, I don't really care.
3: How about that? Like, are blowjobs important?
4: Yes, blowjobs are really important because I just got the worst one last... Nice.
1: oh you gotta tell us about it
4: well okay so well I'll say it. I'm uncircumcised and like you know send me
1: a picture
3: <laughs> 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 she's like I need to be the judge of that <laughs> see, I
4: think mine looks fine people Told you me. know Dick people tell me that it looks nice and I'm like oh thank you but um oh
3: thank you yeah, um, I'm flattered you're so nice, nice.
4: <laughs> thank you so much put
3: this shit in your mouth yes <laughs> 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 just kidding <gonna I'm laughs>
4: but like I'm glad you think it's attractive with circumcised guys um you definitely have to be a little bit more careful more careful on how rough you're handling their penis because at the bottom you know the foreskin is connected still to the head so you don't want to like rip that shit off so you you know, you can still, like, be aggressive with it, but don't, like, you're not, you know, hammering a nail to the wall. And that's what was happening to me last night, and it did not feel very good.
3: Do you think maybe you were, like, the first uncircumcised penis that he had?
4: Oh, no. I, no, no, because, you know, he would, like, put the skin back up and, like, put his tongue inside, like, you know, swirling around it. So I'm like, oh, he, kno- he knows, you know, kind of some of the tricks that you can do with it. But he was very aggressive, and I was like, oh, God, I'm not really enjoying this. Mm-hmm.
3: You're all slow down. I know. you got to slow down Whoa. a little
4: bit. Oh,
3: So would you, like, uh, date a girl, Chris, that just fucked you and was like, no, nah, I'm not into giving head, ever, ever?
2: Ooh. I feel like head is kind of like, it's kind of like when you go and you buy a car, and it's like... It's the option on... You want the 6 CD changer. You may not need it, but you kind of want it just because it's a feature. Um, I think it's the same thing. I mean, it's, if she's just like, I'll do whatever you want, but no head, Like I think that's kind of just like... Uh, it's like a... I want to say a turn-off, but it's not what I prefer. Like I would prefer for her to, to give head even just a bit just rather than just being nothing at all and just give pussy all the time, like I mean, it's it will still feel good. I mean, I'd be a hypocrite if I said it didn't. But the fact that that's what I look forward to, I don't think that it. I'd be, it'd be something I would look forward to in the long run. Unless they're be willing to come through later on, but if they're just like against it all the way, oh, that shit ain't gonna happen.
4: Well, I think head's important for me because I'm really into foreplay more than actually having sex. Exactly. So, th- I, yes, head is very important.
3: Yeah, I think, I Especially think it's... Especially
4: for gay guys.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's, like, I think it would be different in that situation, too. I think it's important, like, I like giving head, but I think at the same time, like, I would need a dude to give me head to be satisfied. I would be like, oh, it's okay, but it's, like, an, it's an awesome fucking thing to get. But I, I think that's different for girls though, honestly, cause like in, for a dude I feel like you wanna you want every single thing you can around your dick and try it all different ways, and a girl's like put it in my vagina.
2: Yeah, so I, based off of that, um, I mean I I don't pretendly think that s- head is completely necessary. I mean it is something that I would like to have done. You know, at least during some point during a session. It doesn't have to be beginning. But I do think that head is a big component as far as foreplay, in which I do like to have foreplay before actually getting into the whole fucking session. So um, it's not really required, but it is one of the things that I do look forward to.
3: So let's say you're, like, dating a chick. How many times after, like... How many times do you have sex before you're like, okay, you haven't given me head, or... What do you do? I would
2: say at least maybe three or four times, and just to be like, and just really, really during the moment, but just kind of during a neutral moment, like, hey, why don't you suck my dick, or like, do you have something against it, just to kind of get to the bottom of it so I can understand it more? I mean, obviously, if they're just like, oh, it's nasty, or it's gross... Then the relationship is probably not going to last that long. But if it's just something where, oh, I didn't really do that with my last boyfriend, but I can try it at some point, then I will give it a shot. You're so, like,
3: bitch, put my dick in your mouth.
2: Yeah, so if, it, if there's an option for it, maybe later in the future, then yeah, I will definitely do that. But if not, i will like, bye, Felicia.
1: So she tries it, and she sucks at it. What makes you think that she sucks, I guess, like giving head...
2: So, for some chick that sucks at sucking, um, which basically what you're saying is, um, I mean, she gets an A for effort. I mean, at least she tried. You know, I mean, but, I mean, if it sucked, I mean, it's just... Well, but what
3: makes it, I mean, what makes it bad?
2: I mean, I think if teeth, obviously, is involved, if they don't know how to tuck in their teeth and use their tongue if they're just kind of just putting it in their mouth and it feels like it's scraping
3: your skin off. And yes, I have had that before I've heard every... Dude, I've never... I've heard that story so many times. And it's like, what the fuck was that girl doing?
2: Yeah, and it's like, for some reason, and you even, like, do the whole ouch, ouch, and you kind of, like, jerk back and, like, do the whole UFC tap on their head, like... Hey, stop! Like you're killing you just the skin punch back. them
3: in the head. Bro. Yeah, but you know, I think
2: that's I think that's kind of like abuse. And you know, with me being black, I mean, I think that probably warrant me being shot first before, you know, being tased. But I think I think it, during that time, I mean, yeah, it is it is to where there are some girls out there who give terrible terrible head, and. You know, they just have to know it because I mean, it's when you're going for oh yeah, baby, I like that to ouch, ouch, what the fuck are you doing?
3: Just make you know. sure you tell them.
2: Yeah. Be oh, like,
3: yeah. hey, dude, hey, like, you know, I don't know. There was a lot of fucking teeth on my dick right now. But
2: then you <laughs> don't. Then at the same time, you don't want them to be all depressed and be no, like, no, you, oh, you need to I tell them. them.
3: <laughs> That's the fucking shit. That's what dudes don't understand. I'm sorry, but you need to tell them. Tell that girl, tell that dude, tell whatever the fuck you're fucking, hey, I didn't like that, and this is how I would like it better, because it's only going to help them. Either the next time she gives you head, it's going to be bomb, because she was like, dude, I watched all these videos after you said I sucked, and here you go. Mm-hmm. Or she's going to fucking take that that experience, and they're going to be like, well, next time I give head, maybe I should think about this. Well, yeah, Manny, so did you tell him that he sucked?
4: Um, I didn't tell him, <laughs> him that he sucked, but I told him to, like, slow down. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did feel some teeth. He's A gonna listen bit. to this now and be <laughs> like, Well damn, I guess I need to like calm <laughs> I down I,
3: <laughs> I just think it I, it makes sense to tell people, hey I didn't really like this, or next time can we try this? Like, I want to know what I'm doing right or wrong. Tell me so I can do it. Like, I mean, don't
2: get me wrong. I mean, there's been there's been plenty of times where it's just like, okay, yeah, let's just transition to something else. You try to play it off where you don't want their feelings to be hurt, but then sometimes you have to be like, look, it's not a fucking Scooby snack, so stop trying to eat it, <laughs> and then just pleasure it. Like, if you if you eat a Popsicle, unless you just peel a popsicle and just start biting into it and getting your getting it done right away then yeah you probably shouldn't be giving head but if you know how to eat a popsicle or suck a sucker it's the same exact scenario
3: you
1: gotta look up
2: that
3: (laughs) that grapefruit no i've seen that grapefruit (laughs) (laughs) i looked it up after that
1: volume two when you guys told me about that oh yeah Looked it up, and I was like, wow. She's all all
3: blindfold your man, hide this under the bed, so we don't know what's going to happen. For
2: one, I don't even like grapefruit, but I was like, that chick was going fucking balls to the wall, literally, (laughs) with that shit. What about,
1: like, switching it up? Like, when it comes to eating pussy, like, do you feel like a guy has to eat your pussy before you do want to fuck him, or is that nothing serious to you? Yeah, that's what I was
3: saying. Like, I love head. I'm all for it, but, like, I could totally... You could just finger me. We could fuck. Like... I've definitely...
1: Um, yeah, I've definitely had situations like that where, like, guys don't want to eat pussy for whatever beliefs they have for whatever reasons. <laughs> yeah.
3: Guys are weird <laughs> about that, too, because they're like... <laughs> Give me head. Don't kiss me afterwards.
1: Yes, he like, was so so like that to a person. So, dumb. <laughs> so, <dumb. laughs> look, so,
2: so <laughs> let me let me clear that let me clear that that shit up before I be thrown under the
4: fucking bus. <laughs> or so, so like, not just giving head, but like if they come in your mouth and you swallow it, they don't they don't want you to kiss them.
3: You motherfucker, uh-huh. better yes. kiss
4: me. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: So Address. so I was actually that type of person where I'd be like, look, if you're gonna swallow it, but then she tries to kiss me, i be like, look. Swerve. Don't even fucking try it. Just fucking swallow it. Just be happy. Kiss <laughs> me on the cheek, whatever. Go on about your night. Aww. But, um, but after a while, I mean, it's just kind of like, eh, you know, whatever. You already had her pussy in your mouth. I mean, you might as well
3: And do you expect go to her you... to kiss you after you eat her pussy?
2: Oh, I mean, most of the time. I mean, damn. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. Right. See? Like, that's a good uh. like, thing. And then, I mean, that's what it is. Is I mean, it's you eat her pussy so good that she's just like, come kiss me I want to taste me and then it's just like oh so shit so you're well. like I don't want
3: to taste my dick yeah That's but I mean I, I
2: mean this is that mentality but then when you think about it when I mean it's not like a threesome it's not like some weird ass cuckold shit it's just hey you came in her mouth wait. and she swallowed it I mean yeah I think wait. after a while she deserves to <laughs> don't kiss.
3: you like the cuckold shit
2: As far as no, I because you
3: said weird ass, and I'm pretty sure (laughs) (laughs) that I've heard where you're like tell me your stories before. We talked about that on a different. No, like I said, I'm just saying it is still weird.
2: Just because I do it, that doesn't mean it's less weird. I'm just saying it is a weird thing.
1: (laughs) It's interesting. I still do it. Yes. I mean, times have definitely changed since then. Like, now he'll actually do the kissing afterwards and go the extra mile and actually, like, taste his own cum. I was gonna
3: say taste that shit. (laughs) See what it's like. It shouldn't be an extra mile. It's like, you might as well be comfortable with it if you expect me to put that
4: in my mouth. (laughs) Hey. You're you're fucking the person that you love and, like... Or not. I mean, whether you're not, like, fuck. (laughs) Well, in their case, in Kim's and Chris's case, but, like, it's like it's your own penis. Like... Are you disgusted by your own penis if you wouldn't do it,
1: or like, is don't it dirty? Ask me psychological like... questions. Yeah, I think I think
2: she should just do it because she knew it was like I was like, nah, I don't want to do that.
3: Dude, I straight know dudes though that would be like, uh, all bad. Right back in the day, they would like go and fuck or whatever. Obviously, get head, come out of the bathroom or come out of the bedroom, and chick goes in the bathroom and brushes her teeth, and then comes and gives dude a kiss, and I'm all. Oh. what the fuck is wrong with you okay. like no I never did I
2: never would do this point but like oh wow you swallowed all my cum like go brush your teeth like I mean we that's... would kind of make a joke about it so it wasn't anything like I was like completely disgusted I mean we would make a joke and she tried to do it but then after a while when I finally did it she just kind of was like what the fuck did you just kiss me after I sucked your dick like that was really weird but then you at the same time like... you think about it you just kind of be like hey it's me it's you whatever
3: and if you're comfortable with that person, too.
2: Exactly. I think I think what that boils down to most is, like, comfort. Comes to comfort or comf- comes to alcohol level. <laughs> so if you're really drunk, I mean, you'll do some shit when you're drunk. <laughs> I just imagine so many
3: things right now. Yeah, it's just comfort,
2: <laughs> comfort level, you'll just be like... Yeah, that's cool. But drunk level, you would be like, girl, I will lick your booty hole with a fucking sippy straw. Like, I will do some weird ass <laughs> I, shit. Yeah, you know, I just I,
3: came in this cup and I drank it.
2: Yeah, like, seriously, like, I just did a shot of my own jizz. Like, what the fuck? What's up? Like, what are you going to do for me? You know, so it's just, I mean, it's a, it's a big difference when it comes to to that scenario. So it depends on how horny you are or it depends on how drunk you are. <laughs>
1: What about preferences as to, I guess, where the cum shot is? Do you have any preferences? Do you like it? I know we we touched up on that before about cum shots, but in general. And then the cum shot itself like that's be. A, that's
3: because you're fascinated with cum shots <laughs> i am she she's that. super fascinated she with cum wants shots. to see them you need to
1: Let make sure that there's sots. a dick in the like, room she actually she
2: actually needs a cum shot
1: right now <laughs> somebody send thought. me a cum shot <laughs>
4: uh, just, just send me one right now just, I don't care. just send me a picture so for me anywhere but the face i don't want it on my face i don't know
1: I don't like facials either. <laughs> See, and I'm
3: all, okay, we can do it, <laughs>
1: but you like clean working it up. it in your hair kind of thing? No
3: fuck you, why would you rub that? <laughs> why the fuck would you rub that in my hair? I'm just wondering. Uh,
1: like, have seen some porns like
3: that. <laughs> I was about to say, you what better was save your season. <laughs> like,
1: well, it, uh, it was one of those like gangbang ones where she's just down and they're supposed to aim at her face, but it gets in her hair. Oh, and then, like, yeah, it's oh like right, right. cup shampoo. Got yes.
2: it. Yeah, okay. Something like I have that. no I idea what like, that is. What is. is. I feel
1: like that's one of those dominant
3: things where you're like, it's all on you now. I
2: know. Like, I'm going to do a hairstyle with it now like i'm gonna do something about mary with it this like, is
3: gorilla true. glue oh my god yeah. <laughs> yeah like for real
2: like you're like yo I don't well know and then
3: i'm like out. why did you touch that no i mean i don't know
2: <laughs> i mean like, no, all different gonna, ways is he gonna bust out like a comb and like actually style your hair with it or like what's going on with that <laughs> I'm I, I, now i'm actually curious about that like like really what what do you look up to find that like common hair like it's Clear clearly, <laughs> like I bang. Up, I, I can clearly
1: look up some weird shit. Like, so I'll look like multiple, no, <laughs> i look up like multiple stylists or look up like multiple cream pies and to me that's my preference. Oh, speaking about preferences. Do you have like porn preferences that really get you off? So Anybody? so is
2: it like is it like hair
3: cream pies or like with no, not that <laughs> like it's weird, like Explain okay. for people if they don't know what a cream pie is. Yeah, okay, right. so a
1: cream pie is basically where a guy doesn't pull out, you actually see the cum dripping out of her pussy. And, um, when it's multiple, obviously one guy will come in her and then sometimes there will be like eating of a cream pie where somebody will come and like lick up the cum that was just, um, filled in her pussy. And then somebody else will come and like fuck her and come again. It's so weird, but I, (laughs) it's like one of those weird fetishes. I will watch those porns and be like, shit. And she had like five different guys come in her. To me, I'd be scared, personally. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> but I like to watch it. Like, hey, girl, put yourself on a line. I could only, like, imagine, I She's guess. all,
3: these dudes have been <laughs> tested. We fucking did a little box. <laughs> we have a contract. They're good. And good fucking control. Jose loves eating John's cum. So we, like, we got a deal. It's fine. You know, I just sit here and I take it. And it's it's wonderful. <laughs>
2: It's so like one of those ones where you so go to like Ancestry.com and then you find out that you're like three quarters like white <laughs> and oh, and another quarter like Native American just because you had a freaking orgy of a whole bunch of dudes jizzing on
1: your face. <laughs> what did I die? I watched I watch Cream Pie Kathy. You guys got to look her up sometime. Oh, God. Once I shared like 21 guys come inside of her and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> you're talking, about crying, crying. <laughs> talking about porn, the first time you guys watched porn, was it alone or was it with people? I was actually alone. And you know what's weird? Like, I was 19 when I first watched porn. Looking I up cream pies. <laughs> 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 the very first thing is cream pies. It's weird, though, because I, I had sex first, and I never had actually looked at anything. So I looked at, like, magazines, read some eroticas, but actually seen, like, an actual video of somebody getting fucked. I never even thought of looking up porn until after I had sex. remember i told you like the first time i had sex i was looking at myself through a mirror because Mm -hmm. he had mirrors on his closet door so i was seeing it and then i was like enticed intrigued by it so then i was like you know what i want to see other people fuck so then i looked up porn alone when i was like 19 but i had already read shit before already eroticas but i hadn't actually seen anything until after i had sex
3: I like that's true. So I don't know because now I'm thinking back. So at first I was like the first time I I watched a porn was with a group because this is the, what I remember. Um, I remember a bunch of us getting drunk and chilling at my friend's house and being like, let's watch some midget porn. And we found (laughs) we found fucking Bridget the Midget gets fucked by a black guy. But then right now when you were saying that, I was like, oh damn, I remember being alone and finding fucking Pam Anderson and Tommy Lee's porn on my parents computer. And I watched that shit and was like, oh wow, he has a big dick. And that was like the first one that I watched. But otherwise, I always remember that group time. And I remember it being so weird because everybody's like oh my god this bitch she's so little (laughs) that's a big dude (laughs) you know so she's a big dude what about you chris
2: um oh jesus um i think the first time i actually watched porn was like when i was 16 maybe um i it was funny because i actually remember that tommy lee and pamela because at that time pamela anderson was like the hottest like On VIP celebrity, or whatever. yeah, she was like the hottest celebrity. And then when they were like, "Dude, she has a sex tape out," like I mean, I think it was like no matter what you had to do, you had to find it. And like you found it, and you're just like, "Oh shit!" Like I've seen Pamela Anderson naked. And I mean, but yeah, I think the first time I actually saw porn, I was I was by myself, and um, didn't really do anything. Just kind of just watched it and was just kind of like, "Hey, I saw porn by myself." Um, but it wasn't until probably like a couple of years, maybe until I was like 20, that I was actually like, maybe I should try and pleasure myself to one. And then, you know, you just kind of find that random little video. I don't even remember what the video was. I just know that I was like, I'm no matter what, I'm not leaving this room until I finish. And yeah, so that was kind of my first real. True experience with porn to where I was like, oh, I can I can do this on a daily basis, rather than just oh, I can look at this porn and be like, oh, that's interesting.
4: See, I don't really remember. I must have been like in fifth or sixth grade. I think the first time I saw what why well, the first time I saw porn was like pictures, and I remember it would have been on my mom's phone because I didn't have a phone at that time. So she had a flip phone. So At that time like the smartphones were just coming up and so I would go on the internet and I think the first images I saw were probably from Playgirl and it was just like pictures and then after that it was more like the videos but I did it by myself
1: yeah Alright, that was volume four of Hush. We hope you enjoyed tuning in with us as we talked about our sexual preferences. You know. Good thing about preferences is there's so much to talk about. I mean, they range all over the spectrum.
2: Yep. So I mean, like I said, it's I mean, it's just four of us and we only just covered a probably less than one percent of preferences that are out there. I mean, there's your preferences as far as what you like to do, what you like to have done, or things that you probably don't even want to mention to people, such as, like, foot fetishes or <laughs> <laughs> or dominance <laughs> or whatever, Come whatever, shot. yeah, <laughs> or, or cum shots or whatever it is. But I was I like mean, you
3: called me right out, foot <laughs> fetishes. Hey, you know, I
2: wasn't saying any names, but I'm glad you spoke up and actually put yourself in front of that <laughs> that firing line. But you know, I mean that's that's just what it is. I mean, it's we all have our different preferences and you know, I'm just hope that in time that, you know, you guys are able to you know, be able to voice it with us and, you know, shoot us some questions as far as like if anything we've tried or anything you've tried. And if you're looking for just some type of, you know, conclusion for it, or you're just looking for just some fun conversations, definitely hit us up.
3: Yeah. And I think it's just important to like always keep an open mind. Remember your preferences aren't going to match like nine out of 10 people's in the room. And everybody has all different kinds of desires and kinks and things that they look for. And whether it's to fuck or be in a relationship, it's all different. Like, clearly, just us talking about it, we all have a wide spectrum of, you know, what we look for and if we like feet or not. And how Chris doesn't like to kiss Kim after blowjobs. I just want to let you know that (laughs) Kendra just
2: gave me, like, the deaf look of... The deaf look when she said foot fetishes. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Like, I wasn't intentionally trying to throw on the bus. But, hey, Kendra has a foot fetish.
3: And Chris has a cuckolding fetish. And Kim has a cream pie fetish. And Manny loves foreplay.
2: Congratulations. You now know all of our deep, dark secrets. And is
3: single. And Manny's looking to mingle.
4: I am looking. And if you're a big kisser, I'm definitely on that.
3: Oh yeah, kissing is important, we didn't talk about that But yeah, kissing, woo (laughs) Kissing is
2: a big thing, exactly
3: Woo
0: (laughs) 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 We don't have to say a word Baby, don't say a word When you walk. Girl, just take off your clothes, leave them on the floor, cause 'Cause we don't don't need them no more. Take a little time, cause we have all night, to do what we wanna do to each other. We freaking each other till our bodies give up, do it every way, we can switch it right up, girl, if you don't mind, if you don't mind me, touching your body till the sun comes up, freaking each other till our bodies give up, do it every way, we can switch it right up, oh, lay back. And let me run this all up in your Think back To the last time you felt my kisses. Been a while, and my body can't take much pressure. I don't wanna force this issue, girl. I'm on a you, mission. Ice cubes crushed on my tongue. Your legs spread, you're open for fun. I'ma kiss a little bit, I'ma lick you really quick. I just wanna move your hips I just wanna wet your lips Heated moment, I'ma take it slow When I'm on your ass, I'ma let you know Pull your head, do your feelings Smack your ass and I'm in it Orgasm in a minute. Orgasm, minute, minute, make you scream sun comes up, freaking each other till our bodies give up, do it every way, we can switch it right up, girl, if you don't mind, if you don't mind me, touching your body till the sun comes up, freaking each other till our bodies give up, do it every way, we can switch it right up.